What's going on, Facebook? Well, Facebook people. Sorry, we were just talking about Facebook and stuff. This is Steve from the Range Minded Podcast. And uh, we got, so who do we got over there? So Nick is here in Boise. And we also have a special guest today. Yes, Greg Metford is joining us via FaceTime because for some reason, me and Steve, since we lost Mark, we're not the most technical. So we're going to have to figure out how to uh, bring people in when we have problems. But anyways, Greg, say hello. Hey everybody, what's going on? Yeah, if you guys, uh, well, first of all, Greg needs to know, uh, Mark, who we used to have on the show, was actually a, a big time radio guy, does a lot of voice work, and and he was the one that was really running the control board like all the time. He He's the guru. He'd be like, oh, let's just do this. Would have fixed it. Well, now this is, this is my third time ever <laughs> having a guest on. This is the fifth time that I've ran the show without Mark, the audio professional. So we're just, we're, we're pushing through. Yeah. All right, all right. So basically, it's like when you show up in country and they hand you new crypto gear and they go to war. Absolutely. Perfect. It's all good, man. It's all good. Perfect. So, Greg, let's. uh, If 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 there's anybody that doesn't know who you are, let's tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I've got a little knife company out here in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, we're fast growing. We make a lot of stuff. I'm a staunchly American-made guy. I basically declared war against China about 10 years ago, and everyone's finally catching on. I think, um, you know, I made the mistake of reading intelligent threat assessments written for the uh, no American military as a hobby. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm the opposite of wokeity woke. <laughs> I'm just, and I'm mad at what's going on in the world. I'm mad at how we're handling it. I'm mad at COVID. I'm mad at the election. And I'm, I, I've never minded losing. I've had kicked in probably about as often as I've as I've won. You know, if you really go to battle, you know, unless you're just routing the world and slaying the beast, you lose almost as much as you win. And if you're a winner, you win a little bit better than you lose. You a little, a little more than you lose. So I've been comfortable getting my teeth kicked in, but I'm not comfortable the way this went down. I'm not comfortable with everyone trying to perpetrate a lie in secret, and I'm just pissed off. I'm just pissed. I'm another pissed off bald white guy. Hey, that's a great haircut. <laughs> so Dude. I've actually known about uh, Metford knives or knife for a long time. So uh, I've, I've bought some of your stuff. I've sold some of your stuff. I've followed you for a while. I just recently started following you on Instagram uh, because a friend of mine, we did a, We actually did a giveaway with you for, uh, a police officer in California a couple weeks ago. And that's what got me to hear a video that you did. What was it? Two weeks ago. And you literally lit my head on fire <laughs> with your video that you posted about being free. Was it Which one? be free? That one? Yeah. It was. Oh, I'm dropping stuff. Yeah. And that video was freaking awesome. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying not to have my anger come through so much lately. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to explain to people why my worldview has ended up the way it has because I think a lot of people it's easy to take guys with my perspective and label us as extreme or say that we're kind of crazy because we are really far off the beaten track and it is the load the road less traveled. But if you take the time to explain it, 
I find there's a patriot. You know, what's interesting is I still think only 3% of human beings will jump into a fist fight. The other 97% will just put their hands up and take the beating. And 3% of us will just claw somebody's fucking face off. <laughs> I think there's something inside of that other 97% or 98%, whatever the number is. There's something inside of them there that wants to get out. So sometimes they just need to be liberated by explaining it well. And even if a guy drives a Kia Soul and his wife's in charge and his testicles have been bronzed and in her purse for the last eight years and he hasn't gotten laid in six months, even that guy will sit in the garage quietly listening and he's a patriot. I got the voting booth, you know what I mean? So I just try to convert people to being right-minded, that's all. Well, you definitely have an eloquent way of, of lighting people on, on fire. Like, uh, uh, when Nick's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to have him on in the, and then he shared that video, the, the be free, not say it. Yeah. You, yeah. Dude, I, I text Nick back and I says, I think I'm in love. <laughs> and, so it's, it's really interesting because. As I so the first video that I watched recently from you was when you were talking. It was a customer service video, and you were talking about this guy who wanted a high polished knife, and that you guys don't Mishimoto. do high polish. Mishimoto. Yes, yes, and so the the feeling that I got from listening to you talk, I was like, I got to turn on post notifications because I don't want to miss any content that this guy puts out. And then the next thing that I watched was don't be safe, be free. And as soon as I watched that, like going through watching that, I had like this, because I as well, I'm a patriot. Like I, I try to speak my mind, but the way that you conveyed your knowledge and your perspective and the way that like things were going down, I immediately shared that to Steve. And I said, we're getting this guy on the show. And then I made that Instagram post asking you to come be on the show and then you responded, and I was like, "Hell yeah! This is I'm this this is the guy that I want to talk to." Like, you're the way you convey yourself, like Steve said. It it it. How do I say this? So it it, it attracts the right type of people when they listen. You know, it's um. I have a lot of people. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Howard Stern Private Park, but they were talking about how people hated Howard Stern, and. There was as many people who hated him as who loved him listening to his show. And there were some producers at NBC, I believe. And they were like, "Why? if they hate him, why do they listen? And common answer when surveyed, they want to hear what he's going to say next. There's a little bit of that with me. But I'll tell you, hundreds and hundreds of people who sent me messages saying, I hated your guts. <laughs> I, You got me. It, I've been listening for six months. I've been listening for a year, especially during the whole Trump, you know, what I would call Trump era number one in my optimistic, uh, <laughs> in my optimistic. So, uh, you know, I, I was educated in the belly of the beast. You know, I went to school up in New England and I'm, I have a liberal arts degree from a liberal arts college. I went to Gettysburg College and the University of Massachusetts. Nice. I have a degree in philosophy. So I'm an infantry guy with a minor in mathematics. I just about have another major in theology and a degree in philosophy. And, and so uh, a pretty strong chemistry and math background. And here I am making knives. <laughs> but I've traveled all over the world. I've seen all kinds of things. And I feel like 
I'm a little older than the current big wave of combat veterans, but I want, I'm, I'm pushing them all to not just do that whole, like we're working out really hard for Armageddon and come to our leadership thing for business. Cause I kind of like call bullshit on all that. Like, okay, fine, whatever. That's your stick. But I really think it's our job as veterans. You know, are you guys both veterans? No. So neither of us are veterans actually. Don't take any less of us. No, 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 not at all. But there is a hierarchy that happens amongst guys. And I have felt it. I've always felt bad for folks who didn't serve because they feel a little less than, even though it's not true. But there is something that all men feel if you have served and you volunteered that you kind of earned a little right to have some fire in your belly. It doesn't mean you're right. (laughs) I think that's in the pecking order out there, you know? So I, I told my boy, you know, my boy says, well, I, I said, son, you have to go in the military so you're never standing in a circle of guys who are feel less than, go do it. And so that was my advice to him. And maybe it's wrongheaded or maybe it's egocentric. But I feel like we have a responsibility, whether we're patriots or veterans, to take our worldview. And if we've become patriots, it's like being born. It's like becoming a new person. I've heard so many people around me talk about how they listen to me and other guys like me and they become a patriot out of the blue. Um, you know, Amy, my wife, she became a patriot out of the blue. She thought I was an angry, pissed off ex Marine <laughs> asshole. Now she found out I'm just a patriotic asshole. <laughs> so, she, you know, to see people become Americans right before your eyes who were born here, it's powerful. Yeah. And it's lonely because. Almost nobody else is. We got to reach out and find each other. We're like retards in an airport. Oh, okay. You know, you, but I know there's another crazy person like me who's seen through the bullshit. To get people to pull back the veil of bullshit, it's um, initially it's disorientating and people are pissed off. They're mad and they want to go back to their old ways and watch CNN. But if you get them long enough, they start going, you know. I fly above the bullshit chatter and I'm up here in the real America and, and it's a clean, awesome, patriotic place and we have to, it's free and it comes with awesome responsibility. How do we convey that to the people around us and the children in our lives and the teachers that we have our meetings with and the Karens at the store who tell us to put our mask on? How do we deal with everybody to remind them we're a nation of free men? And I just am on the mission. Well, it's a noble mission for sure. And I think, <clears throat> I think there, you know, it said, you said it's kind of uncomfortable to get out of that spot. To me, I, I immediately went to the matrix, right? Right. Right after he takes the pill and gets out of there, he feels sick. Right. But his mind yep. isn't opened yet. And, and once Morpheus opens his mind, he realizes this is, I've been living a lie. I've been taught a lie. You know, that's a parable of an ancient story. Um, It's called Plato's Allegory of the Cave. And so Plato says, mankind sits in a cave of darkness, staring at the wall. And behind mankind is a fire. And between the fire and the wall behind man are these objects of reality that slip in front of the fire and cast Cast shimmering shadows at the wall. And he says, every now and then, somebody gets up and walks out of the cave. Most people slap their hands over their eyes from the bright sunlight and run back to the cave. 
some people stay out long enough to let their eyes adjust to see reality. And that's, who, who do you want to be? Do you want to sit in the cave, staring at the shadow of some other reality? Or do you want to get outside and be in the reality? And that's the hard choice for people. They feel like everything's wasted before if they do it now. Yeah. That's craziness. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad that we live live in a world where I guess it just comes from kids being spoiled, right? We've been spoiled for so long that we just neglect to see the reality. Only a country so wealthy could masturbate itself into irrelevance. <laughs> I mean, you need to make a hat. You can't have a hundred million people masturbating your country into fucking irrelevance and ignorance. Yeah. Unless you're just that wealthy and successful. Yeah. I mean, it is literally, uh, it's figuratively, it is the, it's the equal to the Roman orgy. Yeah. Everyone is just sitting around fucking and drinking and getting nothing done. We're, we're, while China is rising and Iran's making a nuclear bomb and North Korea's on the move, we're talking about painting dresses on transgender yeah. bathrooms at Disney. I mean, are you shitting me? Yeah. So, wait, so, so with that said, what is... With everything going on in the world, and, and, you, and you spoke on the COVID thing, and you spoke on, you, la- you launched a war on China years ago. So with what we're doing now, and our focus being shift to transgender, and uh, racism, and, all of, and, and the border, all of these things going on now, what, what do you think the effect on America is going to be as far as uh, the detriment of us just losing focus of like moving forward and, and progressing while we're, while we're moving backwards, what it seems right now with everything going on and the rest of the world is about to, to surpass us. Well, look, here's the bottom line. 195 countries around the world keep data on immigration and where their people want to move to. And 195 countries around the world, the number one place by a, a gigantic margin above all other countries by all countries globally, is the United States. The world knows, the world has voted, and the world, and, and we won. The problem is, we basically, the upper class and the upper middle class, has the stupidity that comes with royalty. Second and third generation royalty doesn't have to fight for anything. You know, they didn't fight on the fields about Agincourt and Waterloo. And they're just a bunch of spoiled babies. So, you know, we have the most fair, most egalitarian, most privileged, most ingratiating of all genders, creeds, and religions and races. And we're going to tear each other apart at the seams over this right now. And it's Marxism. Because what it means is we have to use facts because if we use none of this stuff is true factually. We all know that to be the case. So what they're doing, even let's say crazy patriot like me and let's go a little bit further to some maybe almost a radical right-wing terrorist which i'm not but even that person all of us even those of us on the opposite political spectrum we've got it all of us have a heart and so what they do is they make pleas that are not based on facts but they make pleas based on heart and they use the words equality words fairness and they use the words descript you know they, they use these whole words that nobody ever wants to say no I'm, I'm not for oh no 
Oh no, he's he'll be back. He'll be back. Pardon the silence. It's we're having to cut yeah. out because we're using him on FaceTime. So yeah, yeah, you cut out the last few seconds there. Uh, I was it. just saying. I was, I was just saying. Who 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 is against equality? Who is against fairness? Yeah. The freaking comic. Who would even say that? They're lying. You know, against fairness and equality. I'm against it. There's no such thing as equality. All there is is equal access and equal opportunity. Yeah. You and we are not equal. Make no fucking mistake about it. And, and fair? There's no such thing as fair. All there is is fair treatment under the law. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't want my house to be fair to your house if I work twice as hard as you. Yeah. They, they twist those around. They use words that you have a hard time um, disagreeing with to make insane points. Yeah, language it's, matters. It's only fair that we all live in a nice house. No, that's not fair. That's, yeah. that's not fucking fair at all. You know, it's only fair that we all live equally. No, that's not fair. That means you're stealing from three quarters of the people. Yeah. You know, in-fucking possible. So they say fair. The only thing I want fair is fair treatment before the law. That's it. And the only thing equal I want is I want an equal shot at the Constitution like everybody else. That's it. And then we let it let it sort itself out. But they twisted it. So Which I would I would say that I one hundred percent agree with what you're saying, but the, the ability to fare in the law has been so skewed that now there's no fairness in the law because we are in the court of public opinion now yeah. to where you're Obviously, we all know at this point we're guilty until proven innocent, and the ability to be proven innocent, there's no fairness anymore when it comes to the law. You, there's so many, there's so many justifications, and like I don't know how you how you say this, but certain people get more leniency because of who they are and where they come from. Well, you know, and that's us complaining at the results of something that's happened. When the Enlightenment settled down and the Founding Fathers took the ideas of Locke and Hobbes and Hume mm-hmm. and Montesquieu and, and crafted together this republic, everybody wasn't in on everything. It's a, this is a recent thing where every fucking, every motherfucker is in on everything. We, we were all just working. Everybody was out working. Now everybody's involved in what's going on in Ferguson. Now, everybody's involved in what's going on in this city for this beating or this shooting. And the truth is, nobody knows what happened, and the jury barely knows what happened. Except we're all burning down cities because Anderson Cooper and Don Lamont tell us, you know, what's actually being adjudicated. We're not all supposed to be in on it. You know, I feel like all these crimes, they shouldn't be reported until they've been adjudicated. I 100% agree. And I had that same feeling when we talked about, uh, I think it, was it Ferguson where the the kid shot the guys that were attacking him? I can't remember where that happened. Um, yeah. but that was up in, uh, wasn't that up in, uh, um, where's the cheese people? Uh, Michigan? No, above Wisconsin. there. Wisconsin. Yeah, so, so the Rittenhouse thing. Everybody wanted to, like, convict that kid before he ever got a chance to go to court. They wanted all of the information. And all I could say was, it's not our job. I'm not his peer. I'm not 
in that state. I won't be on that jury. Let the legal system do its job. And if there's a problem, if we feel there's a problem after the fact, that's when we get to protest or do whatever. But the fact that people now want to, they, they want a verdict before the person's even had their chance in court is ridiculous. And it's exactly what you're saying. We weren't meant to be involved in everybody's shit. Uh There with a pitchfork. And in all American history, we have kept them on a leash. Yeah. And and so... Put your seatbelt on. Yeah, yeah, we're still here. Your truck, did it connect? It's trying to. I'm trying to stop this shit from happening. I don't know how to make a smart vehicle not do this, but I'm sitting out here. It's in Arizona. I'm sweating bullets trying to turn this thing up. Um, you know, the, the the mob has, you know, since Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the mob's been there with pitchforks. Yeah. And we've kept them at bay. I mean, half the Westerns have a sheriff locked up in a prison trying to keep the mob from killing some criminal, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're encouraging the mob. For the sake of, of fairness, which is, is freaking ridiculous. Like, it yeah. drives me crazy. But but if well, you want to if you want to go to the capital, going to get us some kind of jurisprudence that is not happening behind closed doors. Yeah. And it's the press. It's the press who's doing this. Manufactured ignorance. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so sad and it's so frustrating and and uh, we don't really see it much in Idaho, at least not yet. But you get yeah. out of Idaho and you know, Salt Lake has seen a little bit of my my brother in law's a deputy for Salt Lake County and they've they had some issues down there. Uh they've had some cops being killed. And then you get out obviously Oregon, Washington, you know, California, like it's closing in on on the states that that uh, that don't want it, that don't want to deal with the crap. It's going to happen to all of us unless we don't stand up and say no, no more shit. Well, I see it here with the California license plate. Every 12th license plate's got fucking California on it. And every one of those sons of bitches I run into, <laughs> I stop them and talk to them. Hey, did you buy a gun yet? What's your deal? And they say, oh, no. I go, well, get the fuck out of my state, <laughs> you fucking pinko commie. <laughs> I think that's I need exactly how it is here in Idaho as well. Um, it's funny because in my ask about it. So I get people who come I into my shop. People who come into my shop to buy holsters for their gun, and I'll ask them where they're from because obviously they just moved here and they don't want to tell me. So I'm like, "Oh, so you're from California?" And they're like, "Well," and I go, "Well, as long as you're standing in here buying a holster for a gun, you're okay with me." Okay. But the minute the minute that yeah. you want to conform Idaho to California, then I want you to go the fuck back. Yeah. Well, I kind of want them gone before that, but, uh, (laughs) you know, you know, every one of those fucking Subaru Foresters and, uh, and, and BMW SUVs, every one of those fucking Californians can go the fuck back as far as I'm concerned, because, they think they're leaving there because things have gotten weird. And then you start, that's why I always talk about saying, Hey, did you buy a gun yet? Oh no. Or how come? Well, you know, we don't really believe in guns. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, I just get right into their grill and I'm hostile as shit. I'm in 
I'm in traffic. I'm like, hey, I see you got Kelly plates. Who'd you vote for? And they're like, what? I'm like, who'd you vote for? And they'll say, none of your business. I said, go back to fucking California. And then they see my stickers on the back of my truck. And they go, oh, God, don't avoid that guy. He's crazy. <laughs> because, I, because I love Arizona. We're free. And, you know, listen, I people come out here and they, they my friends are come. You know, I've had friends. I got friends that are libtards and they'll come out and they love it. And they say, wow, this place is great. And I go, and Babylon's not burning. And every other vehicle's got two or three firearms in it. I said, I have five guns in my car. They're like, what? I go, well, just in case. Maybe I'm in the back when something happens. You know, I don't know. It better be prepared, right? I think that I, I spend a lot of time in Arizona. I have a friend down there that lives just outside Phoenix, probably pretty close. I mean, close, close to you guys. So uh, it's very similar to Idaho, except for you guys have one season and it's called hotter than shit yeah and and we have two we have mostly winter and then a couple days of summer yeah you have cold colder than shit and then everybody in Coeur d'Alene <laughs> yeah exactly so it's it's pretty much the same 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 feeling just different weather but uh so with with that yeah. stuff said so how how do what is your uh response to this whole COVID uh, thing that's going on where, I mean, 2019, we had 1.5 million deaths from tuberculosis, which is more than I think we've had from COVID and we didn't shut down the country. So where do you sit on that? Well, what's interesting is I haven't worn a mask all year. And uh, I had to fly to Sacramento one time and I didn't wear a mask through the airport, through security, through those gates. When I got on the airplane, the Karens that work for the FAA, they're like, hey, you're not flying without it. So I, it's the only time I wore it. Here's what I think. I think the mortality rate of Americans has almost completely unchanged year over year per capita growth. They can lie. They can say everything they want. And I don't trust anything at this point because of so much anecdotal evidence to the contrary. What they don't lie about is the total number of deaths. And the mortality rate of Americans hasn't changed much. They're just recalculating so, deaths or recategorizing. Yeah, they're just accountants throwing it in a different column for their agenda. But we died at a very similar rate this year as to last year and increases about the same amount every year. And we're just about on track or, you know, like one tenth of one percent higher. So, uh, you know, if, if you take into account that half of all deaths from COVID directly attributable in the United States were in nursing homes, would we have done this for half the death? Um, I think it's a fool's errand. The, yeah. the day this happened, I came into the factory. I said, guys, this will never end until we retake the country back. This is like some sort of safety takeover. And it's the scariest kind of thing there is because they're using emotion. They're not using arms. For your safety. Yeah. We, we need to do this for your safety. We need to shut down your business for your safety. We need to shut down your town for your safety. Well, they created, this, they created this emotional state where people say, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this to save others. And they, and they did this to all of these Karens that stop you at the store or on the airplane or in the airport. I'm doing this to save you. This, this fucking broad had the balls to ask me if I had been, uh, if I'd had the vaccine yet. And I said, well, before you get into the vaccine with me, how's your IUD working out? 
<laughs> Excuse me, sir. I go, what fucking planet are you in where we can ask each other about our private medical business? Have you ever fucking heard of HIPAA? Tell me about your vagina. Before we get into my fucking COVID, which I don't have, let's talk about your vagina. How's that feel? She was like, I'm like, are you kidding? That's the new norm. I just stole, <laughs> just so you know, I just stole that defense from you. That is my new go-to. <laughs> I'm like, it's like asking a female pilot if she's having her period right now. We're not sure if we want you to fly. <laughs> you fucking kidding? <laughs> I have to, I have to fly to Salt Lake in two weeks, and before I get on the plane, I'm going to ask if the pilot is on their period. Oh, if they start to this, the vaccine thing is the craziest thing ever. Like, I have to go to Europe in March. And they're saying, you know, travel's unrestricted for Americans who've been vaccinated. So I'm literally looking at, like, where I can get my papers uh, falsified. Like, how do I so how do I get my papers to go to Germany and not be arrested by the vaccine Gestapo? I'm not certain. Yeah. What do I do? I just imagine Schultz there at the gate just waiting for you. That's like the fucking great escape. I'm like, all right, I got my fake vaccine papers. I'm good. <laughs> Well, well, I, I have a I have a hookup for you if you if you need some of those we can talk off the show. Okay, <laughs> the, the we will we will look back on this and in as years go by we will see this as the greatest self induced tragedy to hit humanity since the Holocaust. Which is frustrating is is every country is involved like it's. It's not just the states. It is literally every country uh, has just come together and created this. And I'm not saying that I believe in a one-world government, but I'm also not not saying that either. But still, like it, it's freaking ridiculous. Like, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, yeah. The you know the problem is the difference between the ruling elite in any country in Europe and the United States is non-existent. They are all lackeys to global companies. They're all on the same team. They are all lackeys to the same risk-averse sentiment that made Europe a shithole that we all ran from for 300 years before we for formed our own country. Yeah. So you know, I they, they've done this in Europe a few times. They rounded up all the women during the Dark Ages, and any one of them who didn't think right, they burned them at the stake. Yeah. They, uh, in the third century, they rounded up all the books and burned them. And uh, every now and then, you know, they, they have these big purges in Europe, and they don't have it all figured out. They're a bunch of fuck-ups, in my opinion, because they're a bunch of goddamn sheep, <laughs> and they don't have enough guns. Yeah, they have no way to stand up and, and say enough. That's right. How do you stand up if all your guns are locked at a public club where you're allowed to shoot once a month if you file a letter 14 days in advance? Yeah, if you've been good. Yeah. yeah, my dad was born, well, my dad was born in Berlin, so you know I, I my grandma didn't talk much about it, my Oma, but there was definitely it, it there was no way it was free. He was born right at the end of the war, forty four, uh, but yeah, I mean they he still had to grow up in a decimated town with nothing, no food, nothing. It but right. somebody somebody was rich and in control. Yeah, well, these, uh, you know, I, I really see there's been a uh, Machiavellian path.
pact with the devil. And maybe it's our parting thought for the night. Here it is. We have. <laughs> oh, big tech doesn't want you to say it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Five. You got to get him to start over. Yeah, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to start over. You cut out. As soon as you started, like like the second you started, it cut out. Spectacular. <laughs> if I if I cut out, just wave your hands because I can see you guys. So okay. here we go. There there are five companies that have global market penetration near one hundred percent. They have investor reports and investor uh, feedback that they have to meet each quarter. And what do you do when you are Facebook, Apple, YouTube, Microsoft? Uh, what do you do and Amazon? What do you do if you have near market penetration and you're trying to boost your earnings next quarter? And what do you do if your biggest adversary is the brick and mortar world? What you do is what China has just come out in the, you know, there was a bunch of documents leaked today about China. They have us, uh, a, a spoke. This is going to be a short one. We're going to let this be his, his final thing. So. <laughs> oh, did you guys lose me? Yeah. We lost you right at China, right after the leaked documents. And we'll let, after you get that out, we'll let you go. Uh, all I was going to say is they have a stated goal to take over the internet, to control the ecosystem of information and distribution. That's their goal. And our company is doing it and they're manipulating the system. And it is no mystery how you get to buy more stuff if you're Amazon and you're competing against real stores. The first thing that shuts down the real stores if you're Facebook and you were literally irrelevant 18 months ago, yeah. stop stop people from being able to see their friends and family. That'll make you relevant again. What do you do if people are bored with, you know, get people bored with TV and they'll watch YouTube. You know, get people to have to spool up a home office, they'll buy more Microsoft products and more Apple products. You know, that's what's happened. It's no mystery. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah, and it's pretty obvious. Like you don't think about it until you put it into words and and listen to it. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's not like I mean, maybe they did get together up at Sun Valley and come up with a plan. But I just think out of self interest, they're greedy motherfuckers, and they're like, "Hey, we can get away with this." Yeah, I think that's definitely a huge portion of it. And and they're monopolies, yeah. and monopolies are against the law. They they are monopolies straight up. Yeah, but but they don't care. They're they're not they're they not being governed. And our government is not doing anything about it. You know, the the SEC is not doing anything about it. You know, no one's doing anything about it. We broke up the phone companies because you know we broke up AT and T. Yeah, Ma Bell was Ma too Bell. Big. That's right. We broke them up because you didn't want to have one company controlling the communication of the citizens. I mean, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Well, I could go on and uh, my head will explode. <laughs> I could go on and your heads will explode. But the big thing, everybody's got to do, everybody but has to be aware 
Everybody has to fight it. And everybody has to say it out loud to everyone they talk to. So people start doubting the party line. Yeah. Cause that's the most important thing. 100%. And I'm glad that we were able to get you on here. I'm sorry that we couldn't get it, uh, hundred percent the way it was supposed to be, but the content and the information that you shared is definitely what we wanted to get out there. And anybody who's not following Greg on Metford uh, knife on Instagram needs to be. And, uh, he's got your YouTube channel. He's got a lot of videos on there. Yeah, I've got, uh, it's Medford Knife at YouTube, it's Medford Knife at Instagram, it's Medford Knife at Facebook, or you can go to MedfordKnife.com and see me there and jump into my feed. I've been ringing this bell, I've been talking about this quiet war, and I've been talking about people um, make sure making sure that they connect their pocketbook morality to their personal voting. Yeah. Because if we don't, if we don't buy from the places that we hold to higher standards, we're cheating. You know, if you want clean water and clean air and fair work rights and time and a half and three layers of insurance and protection, 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 well, then how fucking dare you go buy from anything from China? How dare you? Yeah. You know, some fucking hippie going to tell me how I need to live better while they're drinking out of a fucking Yeti mug made in China? Are you shitting me? 100%. 100% agree with that. And I am absolutely happy that you came on the show tonight and that you and you shared that with everybody i want everyone to follow you on all of those platforms as well as down the road i want to have you back when we can get this whole software situation figured out and have a a, a another conversation with you like i said the way that you speak and the knowledge that you share like that's what we want to get out there and i i just keep doing what you're doing you're a great patriot. Thank you for your service. And thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you more than you'll know. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, fellas. Have a great night. Have a great night. Red, white, and blue, man. Live free or die. Right on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a good night, Greg. Yep, see you, man. Later. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, that was our first guest that we had to kind of go off cuff and do yeah. a phone interview but that i think that came out pretty well and so and it, maybe I mean, it, we spend the next like tw- like 15 20 minutes and just kind of tell me what you thought about greg metford first of all first thing that comes to mind is is you can never draw from an empty well right that dude his his well of knowledge is spacious and deep um i didn't know he had that much education no offense oh. greg but oh me neither but uh so I think that gives him so much validity in his conversation that, uh, dude, he's so, he, he makes me laugh. And I hope we can get him in person, dude. If we can get him to Boise and just hang out at the range or something or whatever at, at the Sunrise Cafe over a corned beef hash, I don't care, dude. That guy's a stud. Well, he he mentioned Sun Valley, so he knows about Idaho. Yeah, and Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> yeah, so, um, no, that was, that was awesome i'm so glad that i drove down to the shop on a sunday to do this like that was that was great we were at the point of like well see you later yeah i literally was i was like if we don't hear back in a couple of minutes like i'm gonna head home it's sunday night my son's at home and we just finally greg got a hold of us and he was like man the internet's not working this link's not working 
Yeah. Like, it was like a at the beginning of this, we had microphone problems. Like everything was against this happening. And I said, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do it. Put the phone up to the microphone <laughs> and have him call in. And I am so glad that we did because I got the same feeling listening to him talk now as I did when I first saw his IGTV video that was be uh, don't be free or don't be safe, be free. And if you guys don't follow him, you need to be. I did not realize that he had that much education and that he is pretty much a conservative philosopher of 2020. Yeah. He really is a philosopher. Like, oh, 100%. Nobody else has ever thrown out Plato <laughs> on the show. Uh, we didn't get a chance to ask him the questions or anything. He was he was in a bit of a hurry just because the way his schedule's worked out. Um, if we can get him on again, uh, yeah, when we get him on again, yeah, hundred. I mean, hundred percent. Like it, even even the what was it twenty? If we had him on for 30, 33 minutes is what it says on the thing, and that was so impactful. And I hope that you guys listening like go back and listen to what he said because. It's a hundred. It's a hundred percent true. And there was a couple questions I wanted to ask him, but I knew he was had things that he needed to do. It's Sunday night, and yeah. like, yeah. If 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 you guys want to hear from from Greg Metford again, like, send us an email, uh, message us on Instagram, let us know what you thought, and if you agree with him, do the same. Comment on Instagram, let us know what you thought. Yeah, so, abs- that you you need to follow him, like. Uh, I just watched another video before we were getting ready for the show tonight of, of his, yeah, his language can get a little salty. You got to understand he's a Marine, like just get over the language of uh, just the words he's using and listen to what he is saying. Like that's the difference um, because he's able to put things out there that uh, should blow your mind, open it up and have that matrix moment. Right. Uh, I mean, for us, we already are on the same page as, as he is, but he he's just not scared to get out there and talk to other people about it. Well, and I think that between the last show with Adam Boyce and this show with Greg Metford, like, I want you guys to understand, like, me and Steve are on a mission to get people on this show that you need to hear from, that you should be paying attention to, like... I have a list of like 25 people right now that I'm working on getting on the show. And so we, we really want you guys to share this comment, let us know who you want on and listen to what is going on around you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's time to wake up. Um, cause as, as we sit, I mean, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen with the government. We don't know where some of the gun laws are, are going to go federally. Um, I know state state wise, we've we've passed some really good legislation, but that really doesn't void Idaho from any new gun laws. It just restricts uh, Idaho uh, law enforcement from enforcing it. That reminds me. So I I still am trying to get Greg Pruitt on the show. Uh, I did see in the news the other day that people were debating. Uh, what is it? SR. 12 something whatever they changed hb 300 to yeah they were they were debating that the other day in the news so i'll be interested to see i think that it made it to the governor's desk am i wrong yeah i'm pretty sure it passed senate um yeah i don't know if it passed 100 i don't know if the governor's done anything with it 
So I, what I would, I don't have a ton I of would like to, in the governor. Yeah, I would or, like to say I would like to get Greg or one of those people, or even uh, Senator Zito, back on here and see what, if that does pass, what that does for the citizens of Idaho, and kind of get a clarification of of what that does for us. Yeah. So. With that said, we're a little bit we're a little bit short today. We're at about forty five minutes, but I think but, that but we were we were communicating via for like an hour and a half now. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. But I think that we've generated enough value tonight with having Greg on here that we can cut it a little bit short. And I'm going to start editing this up and getting the audio kind of cleared up because, like I said, we had to have. Greg on FaceTime and Steve held him up to the microphone. So it's going to be, the audio is going to be a little sketchy this time, but we'll, we'll work to get that better going forward. But I just want to get this out there for everybody. And I'm excited for what we have coming in the future. And me and Steve are glad that you guys are listening. So yeah, make sure, make sure you get, uh, if you're like what you're hearing and, and hopefully you do, Share us with other people, you know, copy this episode and share it on your Facebook or whatever. Um, or share the link, I guess, not copy the episode, but but share the link, like, you know, rate us on, on whatever platform you're listening to, because that will help us. We want to do some big things, hopefully in the near future and some huge things in the future. Uh, and it won't be possible if we don't have people um, showing their support and, and helping us out because we really feel like there's value in what we're offering and we want to bring more value to the table. So yeah, share us out there, get us, uh, maybe it's a self, a selfish wish, but just get us out there to your friends. We want to be heard uh, more, but that's, that sounds desperate. That, that you're, you're, you're getting a little desperate there, Steve. So please, 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 please. If you, if you feel that you got value from the interview that we did tonight, like, share, comment, leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you have people that you would like to hear on the show, uh, send us a message, podcast at iishooting.com, as well as you can find me at Hoftac Industries on Instagram, Facebook, and hoftacindustries.com. Um, right now, I have two large giveaways going on on the Hoftac page. Oh, yeah. As well that. as... Every thousand followers up to twenty thousand because we just broke eighteen thousand on Friday. Nice. I'm giving away something every thousand followers. We just gave away five Patriot trays at eighteen thousand. We're halfway to nineteen thousand and we're gonna give away a guardian angel light system and then we will do something at twenty thousand that will be pretty big. So with that said we are also going to do that with the range minded page as soon as I get that all lined out. So like, yeah. share, comment, share the podcast, leave us a review, message Steve at podcast at I shooting, and we will see you next week. Right Steve, on. Have a good night. Yep. See ya. Be safe.